Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast for August 5th, 2018. And how you doing, fam? I say, how are you doing? Are you living that best life? Yeah? I'm glad to hear that. And uh, as far as me, well... You already know. Those ladies didn't even have to tell you. Anyhow, anyway. I'm gonna... Well... <sighs> never get so... Well, fam. It's about that time, Mr. Willie Hutch. If it be so kind. Yeah. Brothers gonna work it out. Brothers gonna work it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brothers Three Podcast for August fifth, two thousand eighteen. And how you doing, fam? I say, how you doing? How you living that best life? Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Hmm. Huh. Just enjoying this uh, summer, uh, sun- Sunday, summer day. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm a lonesome. Well, not, no, no, that's not exactly true. Not entirely accurate. Now, first and foremost, brothers, yeah, they're they not, they not here. Uh, brother number one, that's me. I'm president of the county folk. Brother number two, uh, well, I think I saw him uh, in an old episode of, what, Electric Boogaloo 2. I think he was like the main guy, the, the land developer who, who bought the, the the youth center and was trying to tear it down to open up a strip mall or something. And then the kids got together and they was popping and locking uh, in front of the bulldozer, <clears throat> in front of the bulldozer. And uh, I think at the end, he just kind of stomped away. Even though, realistically, that's not the way the world works. He would have came back with a training order and tore down the youth center. But I digress. Um, brother number three, uh, where did I see him at? Uh, I think I saw him. Um, there was a movie based on his life, but it wasn't his life. But I don't know. It was uh, He was taking some ragtag orphans and whipping them in shape. He was at a military school. I think it was called Major Pain. And uh, so he's doing that. And me, well, I'm here talking to you. And um, I think I got the best, better end of that deal, to tell you the truth. All right, so check this out. Um, I am currently with my daughter. I enjoy my daughter she's uh she's 14 she's becoming her own person uh <laughs> with that being said at this age uh and they're very hard at least for me very hard to kind of um what's the word when you connect real hard to connect with and it's not anything she's doing it's just I don't know. We just—I I don't know. You—you you, want to be open, but you want to be 
uh, corrective, I guess. But you also want to let them be themselves. I, I don't know. Parenting is a, kind of a tricky thing like that, right? Okay, so today is Sunday. Uh, Friday. Friday. Um, after a while, she she wasn't really receptive to being around me. You know, because you're at that age, you don't want to go hang out with your old man. You don't want to you don't want to, what, I don't know, be talking about, I don't know. You just you, you want to hang out with your friends. You want to do cool things with your friends, even though realistically half the stuff that they do at that age ain't terribly cool, but it's new to them, right? And then you got your internet. You can, oh, well, let's text Johnny and let's listen to rap music or whatever. So I go pick up, decide we need to spend some quality time. So I pick her up, and she does what the teenagers normally do. She kind of sits in the corner of the car, I guess the passenger side, and just kind of like looks or just very disinterested. So she keeps asking me for my phone. Can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? No, you don't need to use my phone. Like for what? Like who are you going to talk to? You know three people or five, you know, and one of those people are in the car. So no, you don't need the phone. Oh, well, I want to look up something online. Okay, what do you want to look up online? My daughter is fascinated with duck eggs. Like, she she wants to go, what, uh, like get a duck's nest and actually take one of the eggs, boil it, and then eat it. But why? I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. And I mean, like, she's really enamored with the idea. So I'm like, look, how about you just leave the ducks alone? We're not going to go kidnap a duck. I mean, we're not Elma Fudd. We're not going to stomp around the marsh wetlands looking for duck eggs. We're going we're gonna to do what normal people do. If you want duck eggs, you, you go to Chinatown, you get your, you know, they make you a duck egg. She's like, okay, well, can we go get a duck egg? Now, see, here's the, here's the trick. No. Because you messing up in school. Well, school ain't started yet, but no, you got a bad attitude. Uh, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So, no, you don't get a duck egg. That duck can become a beautiful swan because you don't know how to act. Right? So, anyway, come to the house. Um, and, of course, first thing they do, teenagers plop down in front of the TV, ask for passwords to Hulu and Netflix and all type of stuff. Well, it was Friday night, so just, okay, cool. You can watch a little bit of TV, but we got something to do in the morning. Make sure you get you some rest, please, and thank you. I'm old, so at 11 o'clock, I'm in the bed. I get up Saturday. Uh, everybody's dead to the world. So I'm like, uh, Zion, uh, what time do you go to sleep about? Uh, about 2 or 3. Okay, well, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, so we're going to get this day started. So, um... Well, before we got the day started, I realized there was nothing in the refrigerator. And when I mean nothing, I mean, like, let's see. I think there was some orange salad dressing. I'm not even sure what type that is. Um, what else was in there? Um, a baking soda ball. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even the baking soda. It was, like, the ball that you put baking soda in. Uh, I want to say some peanut butter. And... Frozen blueberries, something like that. I don't know. 
I, it was it was not enough to sustain a person. So I wake up real quick. I'm like, okay, cool. While you get in the shower, I'm gonna go ahead and go to Aldi's. I'm gonna go ahead and get myself together. You know, get just. I said, and then because my daughter's such a picky eater, I'm like, okay, well, what what do you eat? <laughs> it's almost like uh, having what's those things? Uh, a gremlin, a mogwai, whatever you call it. Like, so what? What like what do you eat? And she was like, well, I. She don't eat beef because they have pretty eyes or something. And let's see, she don't like turkey uh, or pigs. I don't know, just cause. But she will like chicken, and that that's that's okay. And apparently duck now. Okay, cool, not a problem. I say, so what do you want? Do you want uh, eggs? You want pancakes? You what? What do you want? She says, well, I would really like some Frosted Flakes. Okay, cool, not a problem. So I get in the car, try to Aldi's. Now, 9 o'clock in the morning, um, there's not a diverse group of people at Aldi's. Everyone's pretty much either super old, buying like a whole bunch of shortening and a whole bunch of like stuff of sweet, but not sweet, but uh, Banana pudding or something. Like, it's always like, I saw one card, it was like four pounds of sugar, two things of shortening. I saw some canola oil. I saw a whole bunch of vanilla extract. So it's like, man, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's a repast, somebody passed away, uh, but somebody about to get some delicious treats. Right? And then on the other side of that, the young people, a lot of young people, uh, heavy set, Ladies, uh, or people with like, like a lot of tattoos and a lot of kids. And I think maybe if you got a lot of kids, you got to get up early because you got to get there before they totally wake up. I don't know. But I saw kids hanging out of cards. <sighs> I don't know. I just got me, uh, you know, because you got to pay for to actually use a cart. So I'm like, well, let me just grab me a, an empty box, which is, I don't know. I don't know how all these, uh, their business model, but. So I grabbed me an empty box, start putting in my stuff, realized I got too much stuff, so now I got to go outside and get a cart. So that's fine. Get my cart, uh, make the groceries. And yes, I say make the groceries. And this this is a point of contention because people say, Tony, the groceries are already made. You're just putting them in the cart. I contest that. I think that as long as they're on the shelves, they're just groceries. And when I grab it, grab whatever, the, the box of cream of wheat or whatever, and I put it in my cart, I am making it a part of my groceries. That's just my personal opinion. So groceries is just the store. It's a grocery store. But when I put it in my cart, it becomes my groceries. So I'm making my groceries. And I know someone's going to say, but Tony, you're not actually making the cream of wheat. You're not cutting oats and then look i'm not i i hear what you're saying but <laughs> i reject that when i put it in my cart i'm making my groceries so anyway i ain't mean to get hard with y'all like that that's how i feel though i've been you know i'm saying making my groceries and i go to pay i mean i just that's about it and i hear someone say hey tony and it, it was just like so matter of factly I turned around like, oh, hey, what's up? Somebody I hadn't seen since high school. 
and uh, life had not been very kind to this person. Uh, a lot of bad tattoos, um, and because they gained weight, those tattoos spread. I guess when you pay for a tattoo, you get only so much tattoo, but when you get heavier, I guess, like that tattoo decides to spread, which that's why you got to watch what you do. So anyway, she said hello. I said hello. Uh, she was accompanied by some light-skinned dude with equally terrible tattoos and about three kids hanging out of a cart. So I just, okay, I, I, hello and goodbye. There's nothing really more to say. Uh, bagged up my stuff, and I got home, rushed home. Rushed home, and of course, when now she's fully awake, it's like, okay, well, what what's today? Uh, what's what's the adventure for the day? I'm like, I really don't know. So we put the put the groceries up that I've made, <laughs> put those up, and uh, she eats a big old bowl of cereal. Right? We pull like this way. I'm sitting there looking like that's way too much cereal. But again, weekend dad don't really you know he 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 let things go. So she makes a little cereal, and my daughter got this habit of just uh, she. She'll eat her cereal, and then she'll put the bowl in another room. And like now it's just at that point of oversaturation where pretty much it's turning back into mush, you know. And I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, okay. So, and then she'll go into the opposite room, take a bite, and then come back, sit in front of the TV. I don't know. I ain't. I wasn't raised like that, you know. If you're gonna eat, you're gonna watch your Saturday morning cartoons. You, you you keep that bowl right under you. You spoon it in, spoon it in, spoon it in. And, you know, when you're done, you wash out the bowl. As simple as that. My daughter, she she sit in the front room. She'll go in the kitchen, take a bite, come back, sit here, and watch her chewing. And there's nothing but sludge, pretty much. She chewing that, and then she'll swallow, laugh at the TV. And like, five minutes later, go by. Now, okay, I, I can't. I, my brain can't comprehend. So I was like, look, uh, you're done. Go ahead and flush the rest of that milk and cereal. Just flush it, please. She's like, what? I'm still eating that. No, you're not. If, if anything, you should be drinking it. It's, it's gross. You're letting milk sit up in summertime. It's just a lot of things I didn't like. So she goes, flush it. And the first thing she said, okay, so where are we going? Hmm. I didn't think that far ahead, which I should have. I should have had some itinerary for Friday night, Saturday, Sunday morning. Didn't think that far ahead. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, let's let's go to the mall. Because I don't know why. She always asked me to go to the mall. So then, yeah, then, yeah, then, you know what? Let's let's go to the mall. So we go get in the car now. It's hot. It's uh, it was pretty hot that day. So I was like, well, you know, maybe we we'll go to the beach. Maybe we we'll go to the county fair. And when I, the, the walk from the house to the car, I was like, yeah, no. Wherever we go, we'll be uh, air conditioned, so that leaves what uh, library, grocery stores, various businesses. <laughs> I think that's about it. So we end up going to the mall, right? So as we driving, me and my daughter, we got this thing. We always we kind of battle for the radio. I enjoy my music. She enjoys her music, and never shall the twain meet. I mean. My daughter, she she has some appreciation for old music, but not not much. So anyway, we get in the car 
and she's listening to her music, and y'all know how I feel about new music. It's, it's not my type of music. I will say this, though. It's really interesting, because as I was driving to Aldi's, well, coming from Aldi's, I was <laughs> in the parking lot. There was a minivan, like an Astro van, early 90s, maybe, mid-90s. And there was a, a guy in the front seat. And as I was walking to my car with my groceries or whatever, he was in there with like three car seats and he was just bumping Tupac. I was just like, oh, man. I never thought I had Tupac jamming out of, out of the back of a minivan. Like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> maybe <clears throat> maybe that's how you know people felt like listening to Chubby Checker like oh come on baby let's do the twist it's like oh this is so groundbreaking and innovative and you know 20 years later you know the world had moved on they're listening to I don't know uh, Crosby Steals and Nash and then somebody bumping Chubby Checker and in the back of a 57 Chevy, and it was like, oh, look at that old guy. I don't know. And the bad thing is, like, the dude was still bobbing his head, like, with that same enthusiasm from, like, 96. Like, come with me. Like, he was feeling it. So, anyway, um, get in the car, right? So, we driving, and, like, Zion throwing that Kiki song. Um, it's a Drake song. I guess he asking Kiki, does, does she still love him? I don't know. And as the car s- stops, like she's doing like in her seat, she's doing like a little dance, like a, I guess the challenge or whatever. And my daughter, she can't dance. I mean, I honestly, save her life. If someone said, Tony, I'm, I'm going to blow your brains out unless your daughter can effectively pull off her electric slide, I would just... I would just say, just just make it quick. Just in the back of the head, so I don't see it coming. Like she just really cannot dance. So after listening to that garbage, uh, I, I call a veto. I got to I got to flip it over, and man, turned to what V103. Mary Jane came on, and then after that, uh, some Michael Jackson came on, and I was in heaven. I was I was I was boogieing. Uh, you couldn't tell me nothing. So after that, it was her turn. So we flipped back, and uh, there was little little Zan and little baby and little Uzi Vert and Twenty One. A lot of a lot of young people doing their version of music, and I didn't like it. But we we got to where we was going. Uh, as soon as we stopped the car, of course she jumped out, did the Kiki challenge, and. Uh, I was instantly embarrassed <laughs> and walked away. So so now we in the mall, right? Okay, cool. So I get to the mall with Zion and I don't I guess maybe young people just like to be out. I don't know. I, they like to be out and about. Um I there's I, there's a lot of young people I, I know i know that that's a bad statement but yeah there's a lot of young people so like as i'm i'm walking i'm not gonna say i don't trust them i just don't know what to do with them like i see people and okay so we're walking and the young dudes they thin 
And they and I'm looking at them, they look fourteen, but then they got neck tattoos and tattoos all down the arm. Okay, so you're not thirteen. But then you wearing tight jeans. Okay. But it's like three of y'all. Like it I don't know. I just I guess once you get to a certain age you can't really judge ages of people very well. If that makes sense. Like I'm seeing people like, okay, you gotta be in high school or junior high. But you got, like, tattoos all down your arm. Or, you know, you got car keys. It's like, how? Okay, so anyway. Okay, so we're walking through the mall. And Zion just kind of, it's like she's trying to feel this whole teenage thing out, but she's not quite comfortable with it. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go have a seat, and you can walk around the mall. She's like, no, I want to walk with you. Okay, cool. It makes me feel kind of special. My kid kind of wants to hang out with me. But like, then she's walking like three steps ahead of me. Like, okay, well, what's going on here? And if I just try to turn to the left while she keeps going straight when she sees me, then now she wants to be under me, which is it's sweet. It's like, so you kind of you kind of feeling yourself. You're kind of going out there to be your own person, but you still need the guidance and protection of your father, which is awesome. I like that. So we walk in and we see justice. Now, for people who don't know, Justice is, uh, well, let's see. Justice is a store for, they call them tweens, so 12 to, hmm, if you say tween, that's in between age, so it really should be just 12, because 13 would be a teen. Okay, anyway, it's for young adults, right? Well, young kids, really. But the thing is, the stuff is kind of slutty, at least to me. I don't, I don't like it very much. So and the store is big and pink and basically anything you see, Christina Aguilera, Jesus, I'm old. I don't think she's one. She's not one of the young people. Um, anything you see, uh, that girl Selena Gomez, yeah, wearing something like that. Everything's pretty much cut very provocatively for me. I mean, my personal opinion. So anyway, my daughter, she wants to go in there. I'm not going in there. I, it's <sighs> It's a very uncomfortable place to be because you got moms trying to wear their daughter's clothes and then you got daughters talking reckless to their moms and everyone sounds like the Kardashians. Like, I hate when people talk and they, they kind of, their voice, they kind of talk like this. Like, instead of just actually speaking, it's like they talk through their breath. Like, do you want some avocado toast? And everything goes up in a question. I, I I can't listen to that. So anyway, my daughter kind of takes a couple steps in, and she's saying, I'm not following. She's like, oh, well, okay, let's let's keep going. Hey, I like that, because I'm not buying you nothing anyway. I established that in the car. Not buying nothing. So we end up going to Hot Topic. Now, when I was in school, or, you know, early 20s or whatever, Hot Topic was kind of like the place where you went to go get Slipknot shirts. Slipknot is a, a death metal band, I think. Slip Slipknot shirts, uh, insane clown posse stuff, uh, stuff that's kind of edgy. The Crow, you know, everybody wants kind of look like the Crow, so everybody wanted leather coats and tattered black shirts or whatever. It was it, it was a look though. It was a it was a calculated look. A lot of black shirts with uh, safety pins in them, stuff like that. Kind of you know avant-garde, I guess, kind of out there, edgy. So, my daughter's like, I want to go to Hot Topic. I'm like, cool, okay. At least that's a personality. 
I mean, not something that you look back on fondly, but at least you come into your own, you know. So we go up in there, and uh, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it, and it's just, I mean, yeah, there's some Deadpool stuff, and there's, you know, it's, there's no edge to it, really. It, you know, it's all like Twilight vampire stuff, and it's almost like, hey, remember this TV show? Remember this pop culture reference? Yeah, I see it. I, I'm not really moved by it, but it is what it is, I guess. My daughter comes up to me, and she says, can I have this dress? Because it says, buy one, get one free. I look at the dress. It's the Britney Spears Catholic dress, but it's way too short. <laughs> it's way too short. And, of course, I look under it. There's nothing underneath it. Uh, no, you, you cannot have that. She's like, well, why not? I say, well, does your school even have uniforms? She said, no. Okay, cool. Well, if your school don't have uniforms, we don't need to be looking at school uniforms in the first place. So then she grabs uh, a belt. But it was like it was like the thin belt, like the thin lady belt. So it's not really a belt. It's just kind of like just a small length of leather. But it was four of them sewed together to make like a corset, I guess. And I was like, well, can I have this? No, you cannot have a corset. Like, don't. Like, I think she was just showing me stuff that she knew I was going to say no to just to let me say no. At least I hope that what it was. Cause... And then finally she holds up a fanny pack. Now, a fanny pack, okay, cool. That's that's very unassuming. Fanny pack. It's plastic. Like the old 1990s fanny pack. Like what old people wear. A fanny pack. I say, well, how much is it? $20. Okay, we're going to leave that fanny pack where it's at, and we're going to go. Like I just, I, 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 it was overload. I couldn't deal with it. So, um, came home, uh, cooked, and I, mm, really, I, I love my kid. I, I, there's a lot of things I still don't understand, the whole duck egg thing. Like, she, I'm scared to take her into the forest because it seemed like she's going to, She's going to find a duck, take its eggs, and eat them. Eat them. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, and see the thing, okay, I'm 30, what, 38, 38. I look back at what my mom was doing at my same age. Okay, so when she was 38, I was 17. She had, a, she had me, a 17-year-old, uh, Brother number two was 14-ish. And then what? <clears throat> Brother number three was what? Seven. She was raising three sons full-time, uh, no help, and rocking it. Like, you know, and like I'm, like, every other weekend, I got dad duties. And I got a kid that wants to stomp around in the marshy wetlands and eat duck eggs. I mean, that's cool. I, I <clears throat> We all, we all got our own journey. I just, I hope I'm, I hope I'm doing okay. That's all. That's and that's the thing. Like no one, you don't really know, not for sure, for sure. When you're raising a kid, like you don't know you're doing a good job. Like you hope you're doing a good job, but I guess you don't really know. And even then, once they grow up, like they can still stray. But uh, okay. Stop all this existential thinking. All right. Um, let's get to some BTP news. Uh, 
Um, let's see. All right. So this is uninformed news. I read the headlines. I make up a story. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> All right. BTP news. A man has limbs amputated after dog licks him. Um, of course, and that, okay, I don't want to judge the man, but, uh, the man was, was, was Caucasian. All right. I mean, let's just, let's just put that out there. That's a fact of the story. Um, I'm going to say this and this is okay. This might sound like a racial, but it's, it's true. Black people don't play all that. Like we don't, we don't, uh-uh. you're not licking us. Like I don't. I don't, first of all, how bad was your immune system if a dog's lick make you lose multiple limbs? Like, you lost multiple limbs. And plus, you grown. Like, you've never ran across a dog. Like, this is your first encounter with a dog's mouth. And just because you, like, how do you, how do you justify that to yourself? You've lived this whole existence with all arms, all legs. Unless, like, you are allergic to dogs, like, to lose multiple, I mean, what did the dog lick arms and legs? Wait a minute, huh. because the picture, which again, it might have been not been the same picture, like the man had no legs and uh, and no arms. Now, your body rejected the dog. I don't. I feel like there's more to that, but I I don't. And, okay, what you had an open wound. And you let the dog lick inside the open wound. Dogs are filthy creatures, okay? So all you people, black and white, letting the dog kiss you in the mouth. No. You know why? Because I used to have a dog back in my day. Back in my day. Brought to you by Nostalgia. We had a dog. Name was Twister. Twister was a cool dog, I guess. But the thing that stood out the most is that uh, Twister was always licking himself. I mean, always. If he wasn't eating... He was licking himself. If he wasn't licking himself, he was laying down, thinking about licking himself. And then when he woke up, he licked himself. So why are you putting them germs in your mouth, all on your Facebook and Instagram, your dog parent, all that type of stuff, and you let the dog lick you in the face? Okay, fine. But now you're losing limbs. About it. So maybe, maybe you should not be kissing the dog in the mouth. That's all I'm saying. All right, next story. FBI speaks to pig farmer for second time about missing person. All right. Now, check this out, y'all. Uh, for all my country people, y'all already know what that story is about. Um, for all my city folk, okay, check this out. A pig, uh, you know, a pig on the farm. If you starve pigs long enough, I mean, not even, like, you ain't got to starve for, like, days, but just... If they get a good appetite going, they will eat a person. Like, I'm not saying that to be funny. I mean, they will literally, they will eat every remnant of a person. They will eat uh, teeth. They will eat face, bone, all that good stuff. Now, all my country folk know that because, you know, that's used to be the way that they, country gangs used to get rid of people. And it was like, you know, they, they will demolish a human. Like, no problem. And the thing that really interests me is, like, the FBI goes to talk to a second, before a second time, the pig farmer. It's almost like, are you sure that the 
person didn't get eaten on up at the pig farm. And like, no, no, buddy, ain't nobody came through this through, through, uh, over through this pig farm. And they're like, okay, because we got a red shirt, and uh, you know, <laughs> the person's wearing a red shirt, and now we can't find the person. And you so you're positive, not no, buddy, nothing, nope, 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 nope. I d- I don't know. I just it seems like to me. If you're looking for a missing person, the person had a red shirt on, you find a red shirt at the pig farm. I mean, I don't know. Just won't you confiscate a pig, maybe? I'm not confiscate. What's the word? We're taking the evidence. I don't know. Just kill one pig. Open it up. If it got teeth and hair and extensions, then, I mean, maybe, maybe this person. Okay. But, you know, because I'm assuming... The pig farmer might be a Caucasian. Maybe they're giving him the benefit of the doubt. And maybe the little white girl just fell into a pig pen and then the pigs ate up. You know, because I don't know. White people, they get a lot of benefits of the doubt. And it's not racist, just kind of just true. Just true. All right, that's going to be the episode. Um, please follow us on our social medias at bros3pod on Instagram. Send us a line at the Brothers Three Podcast, uh, Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Gmail. Okie dokie. Uh, also, uh, some bittersweet news. I'm probably going to be moving down to once a week. So, not sure when that might start. Um, but we we probably and the reason is because someone, a couple people actually spoke on the quality of the show, uh, namely energy levels and stuff. So. I, I enjoy my time with you very much and I don't wanna give you um I don't wanna give you unsatisfactory or not I wanna make sure what I present to you is the best. And as much as I love talking to y'all, if me pushing back just a little bit to make sure I get give you something worth listening to is a thing I gotta do, that's fine. And then once I get a little bit, you know, more proficient then I I'll I'll be back two times a week. Um, this is not me admitting defeat to the brothers three, the other podcast or any other podcast. This is just me taking my time, taking them baby steps, um, to be good to you. All right. So y'all have a good one. Um, be blessed, be sweet. Song's coming up. Y'all go out there and enjoy y'all day. Uh, kiss your kids. Even if they might smell funny or be a little annoying. All right, family, yo, bye.